this is backhands and compliments. We're trying to do a very quick, like, mid-slam situation. I'm hoping, and I would like to hold Katie to this. Don't edit this too much, please. Like, don't go crazy. Let it, let it be what it is. All right. We just okay. can't say anything too unhinged. Yeah, that shouldn't be an issue for me. <laughs> uh, me? I've had a full McDonald's Coke, so you literally do- never know what'll come out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I love how you say McDonald's instead of saying, like, large. Well, like, McDonald's Coke's, like, very specifically, like, a kind of Coke, yeah. you know? Like, True. it's not, like, a regular can of Coke. It's not, like, it's from, like, a two-liter. Like, I, this is a large mm-hmm. McDonald's Coke. And that feels different to me. And if you don't get it, I I don't know what to say to you. Girls that get it, get it. You know who gets it? Den Evans. Move on. Anyway, no. Um... No. <laughs> Should we restart? It was too much. <laughs> Literally? No, we have to keep going. Slander? Okay. Okay, so I messaged Katie earlier earlier today, and I was like, look, I am feeling in that mood that I feel mid-slam when, like, things are kind of looking good, and, like, mm-hmm. I'm just starting to feel a little bit delusional, and I was trying to figure out exactly what point in the slam this usually happens for me, and I realized it's, like, whenever Zverev gets knocked out, like, yeah. it's whenever, whenever, like, the rats and the people I really don't like are out, like, mm-hmm. that's when I'm sort of like, ooh, we have, you know, a situation here, how oh. exciting. So, um, here we are. We have a situation here, how exciting. Because Matteo Berrettini knocked out Alexander Zverev today in spectacular fashion. I would say, like, hottest thing he's ever done. But honestly, like, the competition is very stiff in that. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I just, I can't get into that conversation right now. Otherwise, we'll get so derailed. This um, podcast will be two hours long of just Matteo movements. (laughs) And we just, we can't have that. No, we can't. Not today. One day. That's for the off season. Yeah. The short, short ass off, off season. We're never gonna do that. No. We're never gonna do that. No. Yeah. So we are, in fact, in a silly, goofy mood, we and are. we're just gonna be a little delusional for, I don't know, thirty minutes. Yeah, probably, probably more. However long it takes, and then we have a fun game. We saw a TikTok uh, earlier this week, or maybe last week, and it was like putting, I think it was hockey players into. Yes romance tropes and we were like okay well we have to do this with tennis players obviously so we brought in a special guest who's going to judge our answers and um make it a little game we like doing games where like i quiz katie on something but this is going to be a game where we both compete yeah and we get to have fun and also i would love to see what everyone else's answers are to this so make a little thread of what you think goes with which category once we get to it because I want to see exactly. y'all. You'll understand once we get there. Yeah. Y'all will understand. Maybe I'll make a template. Probably not, but maybe. You never know. You never know. Do we want to talk about who's left in the draw and any like big results that we have? I guess we'll talk about the tennis first, which yeah. off brand for us. I know. But tennis. Whatever. We'll do it okay. if we have to. If I must. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking do. Anyway, so <laughs> in the first quarter, the people that are left, um, and we are. It's currently Saturday evening. Mm-hmm. So the people who are left are Carlos, Mateo, either Francis Tiafo or Grigor Dimitrov, and then Holger Runa. Mm-hmm. So one of those five people is going to make a semi. Congrats to Carlos. I'm kidding. Way to I'm go, kidding. Carlos. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think Mateo might do something crazy. I think Mateo might shock the world. I also think Mateo might shock the world. Okay. And you know what? I... This is going to age like milk, but I'm going to say that I'm actually mm-hmm. kind of confident that Mateo can take out Carlos. I know. I 
almost never do this, but I texted my brother and I said, check the odds for Carlos v. Mateo because I would put money on Mateo. Yeah. Again, it's going to age like milk. This is why I'm like, get this podcast episode up. Stat. Yeah. Because we could be so wrong so quickly, but I'm feeling very good about but Mateo, like, also who took out writing. Alexander Zverev in straights today. Straights. And served like an Sorry. absolute, pun intended, boss. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've been saving that one. I've been saving her. Katie. No. <laughs> no, you're right. He did. did. And... I was going through this draw and I was sort of like, okay, what are the wins that have been most surprising? And I was like, literally every single win from Matteo Berrettini. Like, after he got that Sonigo win, like, uh, I just, I'm so surprised. You hear the papers going because... She got paper draws. I got my draw out. Mm-hmm. You know it's serious when she gets the draw out. Homegirl has a printer. <laughs> um, <laughs> In this recession, gold. So, yeah. It, I mean, I've had the printer for a very long time since... You know, whatever. A college <laughs> printer, I swear. Anyway, Mateo's path has been beating uh, Sonigo, who he lost to in... Stuttgart. Stuttgart? Yep. Maybe? At the Boss Open? Speaking of Boss. Speaking of Boss. Then he beat Alex Dimonar, which was surprising because yeah. Alex just won a title on grass. And then he, he beat Zverev. <laughs> he didn't? Oh, he made the final. He, he made lost the final. to Carlos. So. Okay. Look. That's as good as winning these days, honestly. <laughs> honestly, true. <laughs> yeah, and then he beats Verov, and I'm so proud of him. His next opponent is Alcaraz, so... Mateo's cooking. Good, good luck. Mateo is cooking, let me tell you. Yeah, I'm just picturing a little rat on, like, a rotisserie. Little, yeah, a little, little roast, a little turn there, yeah. Katie's doing hand movements, and I'm like, it's not coming across. <laughs> Nobody knows that you're doing that. Not a visual medium, but I'm still acting like it is. Oh no! (laughs) Yeah. So what's your what's your prediction? Are we going big on Matteo Berrettini to win? Is it the quarterfinal there? Yeah. Yeah. No, to win the fourth round and then make it to the quarterfinal. Who you got? I think it. I think it is going to be Matteo because I think Matteo's gotten a lot of confidence from beating these players who have been doing Mm -hmm. really well on grass. Also. Mateo has not been defeated by Carlos in a best of five. <laughs> They've only played one. True. But it was, and it was on a hard Lest court. Lest we forget. If you watch Breakpoint, you won't. And also, Mateo is much better on grass than Carlos is. So I think that'll even them out. Yeah. He has a lot of experience. I'm mm-hmm. sure he's played way more matches. I don't have that stat. But yeah. like, yeah, Mateo's the one who's played and won matches on grass. Mateo's the one who, at last season undefeated on grass i do think like he won those two two titles in a row so when's the last time matteo berrettini lost a match on grass is it the final to novak Djokovic the final of the 2021 wimbledon no it's not true it was it was sonico no we're not talking about that that one doesn't that doesn't count (laughs) that one doesn't count if it's sonico it doesn't count if it's sonico it doesn't count i'm sorry I refuse. I refuse. I'm sorry. I'm still on the Sonic and Hate train. It doesn't, but it is really funny that we forgot about it. No, he, he came back too early. He wasn't ready. Yeah, yet. that doesn't count. Okay, it was Sonigo. It doesn't count. Okay, mm-hmm. that's um, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay, and then who do you predict out of the other eighth there? So Holger Runa, Francis Diafo, Grigor Dimitrov. Grigor Dimitrov is currently up two sets on Francis Diafo, so um, it's not looking good. Here's the thing. If we're going full Delulu, full Delulu, 
Mm-hmm. I'm going Francis Tiafo. Okay. I'm here. I'm here. We are. I'm going Francis okay. Tiafo. Francis Tiafo is coming back and he's winning three straight sets against Gregor Dimitrov tomorrow. And then he's going to come and he's going to kick Holger Runa all the way back to Denmark. Sorry. I love it here. It's what's happening. I don't I love it in this delusion <laughs> land that we've created. Yep. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go there yeah. with you. I think, I think Francis coming through that. No, I don't, <laughs> but we're going to pretend, pretend. and <laughs> manifest. So it's going to be, Francis Tiafa versus Holgorina in the quarterfinal. Who's winning that? Francis. Of course. <laughs> Duh. Okay. <laughs> sorry, I just, I can't have... No, that we, sorry, that would be fourth round. And then the quarterfinal would be Matteo Bertini Francis. versus Francis Tiafa. Oh, who's winning? No, that is... That's, that's tough. tough. <sighs> Matteo. I was going to say Francis. Because here's the thing. If Francis comes through that, he's going to have to win... Three three sets tomorrow. He's gonna have to win. Like, that's he's tiring. gonna have to win six sets, basically in a row. And Mateo gets a day off. Yeah, I I feel I'll I'll in that scenario I'll go with Mateo. <laughs> okay, so then in the second quarter we have left fewer people because yeah. you know they've finished all of those matches. We have Daniil Medvedev. We have Yuzhi Lahetchka. We have Chris Eubanks. Yes, we have Chris Eubanks here. I'm so excited. And then we have Steph Zitsipas. So this is, you know, the the Stefanil sandwich with Sheila um, <laughs> Hetchka and Chris Eubanks in Absolutely the middle. Absolutely not. That is a nightmare. <laughs> that is nightmare fuel. That's fine. Hey, that's what this quarter is. So um, who makes it to the quarterfinals, Katie, out of Daniil Medvedev and Sheila Hetchka? Daniil Medvedev. Who beat Tommy Paul to make it here, which is crazy. He That's beat Franz Rundelo, and he beat Tommy Paul, and who else did he beat? Uh, Sebastian Offner. Mm-hmm. Sure. The Franz Rundelo one really shook me to my core, because I feel like Franz mm-hmm. France been playing really good tennis. I watched him play the final against Tommy Paul in... somewhere. Eastbourne? Eastbourne. That's what it was. I was like, mm, I don't remember what that tournament is. Great. Eastbourne. Um, so I was, I was very surprised. Because we didn't talk about them. No, we didn't, but it's fine. I watched the final, so I could have. It's fine. It's literally it's fine. fine. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually more surprised that Tommy pushed Yerji to, how many sets? Was it four or five? I don't know. I don't have it written I think down. He pushed him to five sets. Um, because Tommy's been kind of hurt. He's been, his hips, like, not been, you know, the best. Have they been lying lately? They have been. <laughs> Not surprised by that one from Lahechka, but um, was very surprised by Fran. Can't believe he took down my boyfriend like that. So rude. I can't. Speaking of taking down your boy, <sighs> Chris Eubanks beating Cam Nori. <laughs> I'm so sorry to your boy. Too, like but... he he lost his actual home slam. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Oh, but like, I'm just so happy for Chris that I don't even care. Honestly, if Cam was going to lose to anyone, losing to Chris is who I'd want him to lose to, to be 100% frank. Yeah. I am, I'm riding this Chris Eubanks train so fucking hard right now. And Mm -hmm. I love him so much. I need him to continue winning. I need him to win Wimbledon. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Eubanks is out here about to shock the world and he's going to win Wimby. You heard it here first. And only because no one else. <laughs> it's just me. I'm I'm out here as Chris Eubanks' number one fan. Okay, so you think he's gonna beat Stefanos? It's boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sure. Yeah. Here's the thing. 
I don't think he will, but I'd love to see him try. I'd love to see him try. I'd be happy if he won. However, since we are this close to a Stefanel match, it's getting harder and harder. It's getting hard. It runs so deep. Katie can't root against it. It's so hard. It is so hard. (laughs) We are two wins away, people. Two One from each Mm -hmm. of them. I will say some of my favorite matches to watch this week have been from that second quarter. And frankly, they have been from Stefanos' boss. Like my, I loved watching the match of him against Dominic Team. I was glued to him against Andy Murray. Like I didn't watch Jera Sitsabas because I was sleeping, frankly. But um, you know, it's fine. <laughs> Poor Laszlo. <laughs> Poor Laszlo. Uh, look at it. He made it there. I'm proud you know of him. What? Look at him go. I am too. He beat Maxime Cressy and Ben Shelton. That's wild. Honestly, I'm so shook because when I think Laszlo Jera, I'm not thinking grass player. That's for damn sure. Mm-mm. I'm thinking... I'm not thinking much. I'm thinking Baker. I read an article where he's a Baker. Um, and so that's why he has mm-hmm. my, my heart, at least a portion of it. Who would win a tennis version of the Great British Bake Off? <sighs> Oh my gosh. Is it Laszlo? I mean, Laszlo's the only one I that mean, I know. I mean, it has to be Laszlo, but I'm also, Bakes. like, really would be interested to see Cam Norrie on the Great British Bake Off. I'm sorry. You know who wins a tennis version of the Great British Bake Off? Iga. <laughs> Duh. Well, also, she would definitely win Bread Week. <laughs> Breadsticks and bagels. Like, she's killing she it. Is. Anyway, sorry, that joke like wrote itself and I was like, I can't not say to. it. So you have uh, Daniil and Stefano Sitsabas in that quarterfinal? I do. I do. Just because my Stefanel okay. heart, like I, I truly, I may dislike Steph and not like him, mm-hmm. but I'm always going to be a slut for Stefanel. Like there's nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. I... I'm really, Kitty, you're going to hate this. I'm really coming around on Sisadosa. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't hate it. Paula Bedosa is winning me over because she's being so nice to our friend. <laughs> that is true. That is true. It's winning me over. I'm like, you know what? You got me. I'm a sucker. I think I've also come around on them, but I've not come around to the point where I'm like, oh, I like them. I've just come around to the point where I'm like, you know, they're cute. They're fine. It is what it, it is. It is what it is. You know, I'm not, ha- not going to be a hater. I'm not going to be out here hating, all right? Thank you. Thank you for not hating. Yeah. Appreciate it. The initial flood of cringe content is, like, kind of slowed. So, or maybe mm-hmm. I'm just seeing less thank of god. it. Thank god. But thank god. Um, mm-hmm. So it makes me, like, you know, less cringe dislike them, you know? So. I was yeah. glad they are playing mixed doubles, though. Y'all were like, oh my god, she's going to hate this. Um, no, because if it gets people into doubles, that's all I care about. Get the people into doubles. Okay. Unfortunately, <laughs> they so, and Krychek <laughs> and Pagula pulled out, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I saw a TikTok that was on. It was like an ad that I got from ESPN, and it was literally explaining like JPEG and how yeah. it was like prophesizing that she would win. I don't know if I you did. saw this ad mm-hmm. as well, but it was the TikTok being like she might win Wimbledon, win the mixed doubles, and win regular doubles, too. And I was like, lol, she literally already pulled out, but I love the enthusiasm. You know what? <laughs> Me too. You know, yeah. I was like, she's already pulled out, babe, so she could do two of them, but not she's all three. not here anymore. Not here. But that would, it would be exciting. I don't think she will, but, you know, she and Coco are more than welcome. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, not a WTA podcast. Nope. Um, so who do you have winning from Medvedev Sitsipas? I mean, is it Daniil? I think on grass. It's always Danya. It's always going to be Danya. That question, you ask me that question anywhere. Okay. 
Um, I'm always going to say Danya. Sorry. Who who do you have? If Steph can take it to five, I think it's Steph. Mm. But if Danielle can start strong, then I think it's Danielle. So who would you have hypothetically in a semifinal between Matteo Berrettini and <gasps> Danielle Medvedev? Oh my God, the way I would eat that up. Because that's what you've set up for us. I would eat a Danielle Matteo yeah. semi. Honestly, I'm going to give it to Matteo. I think I have Danielle in that. I don't know. There's just there's just something special about Mateo at Wimby. True. He looks so, so good. The like white. It's, it's, it's so, so rude. rude. It's so rude. So yeah, I have I have Danielle Medvedev in that because I think like if he can get through Lehechka and also through Sitsipas, like, you know, I think his form is is quite good. As if Mateo is like if if Mateo can get through Carlos Alcaraz, it won't be the same. Like Carlos and then like Francis or Rona, oh like probably mm-hmm. Holger. Let's be honest, but cool. So that's the first page. Let me flip through Q three. Let's talk about it. Um, what's going on? I have questions. So many questions. I also have questions. Um, okay, so. In the third quarter, the people that we have left in the fourth round are Yannick Sinner and Daniel Galan, and then Roman Safulin and Denis Shapovalov. Um, Galan? Safulin? Safulin? Shapo? Shapo? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I know Shapo, but like, why are you here? What are you doing here? What's going on? You've had a terrible year. You've just started to peak in Wimby. You know what? Respect the hustle. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, he's had a terrible year, but he has had a great draw yeah. where he beat like Radu Alba and then he had Barrer and then he had Liam Brody. Like he was in that Casper Rude section mm-hmm. of destiny, yeah. frankly. Like, you know, that's that's the section you, you want to be in, unlike the person whose name is directly underneath Casper Rude's in... Um, <sighs> Oh my god, imagine, god, sorry, I just got so sad imagining, like, the world where where Casper and, and Andre are switched in this draw. Anyway, I gotta stop before I, like, start crying. Yeah. BRB, let's take a quick break so I can go crying to my pillow, because what the fuck? Yeah, which actually, it, w- it wouldn't have been, oh my god, this draw would have been so much better if it was Andre and Yannick who switched places, because that's, you would switch six, or you would switch seven and eight seeds. You wouldn't switch, like, four and seven seed. That's so upsetting. Anyway, sorry, I'm mad. So the the top seeds that went out in this quarter in order to make this um, possible. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much to Dan Evans for losing. (laughs) And um, thank you so much to Roberto Bartista Agu. However, no thank you to Borna Chorich and Taylor Fritz. I I miss you you. deeply, both of you. I miss them so much. Like, I was actually devastated when Taylor Fritz lost. I am. But I was significantly less devastated when Taylor lost this time because usually like half of the devastation of Taylor Fritz losing is like we're not going to get any more Morgan outfits. And this time around, we know we're getting more Morgan outfits. Mm. I didn't have to make my typical like in the arms yeah. of an angel edit with one of Morgan's TikToks <laughs> of her being like sad that that Taylor has lost and being like, R.I.P. all the Morgan outfits. We're not going to get to see We're going to get to see them. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Do you want to talk about Wimbledon threads? I feel like this is the perfect time. 
Okay, it is. So Morgan got this opportunity with like Wimbledon specifically. I gotta just give a shout out to Wimbledon's like social team, I guess. I don't know who it is, like, but part of Wimby's marketing situation is like doing very interesting things and in, like who they're deciding to partner with. So they like have this partnership with Morgan. They're doing stuff with um, the tennis podcast who they made like their official podcast or something like that Aww. of this, which, you know, That's just cute. a little bit jealous. And I'm not only complimenting them so that they'll like, you know, throw us a bone someday. I don't expect that to happen at all, but I genuinely am like impressed yeah. with all of the stuff that they're doing. Is there anyone else that they're partnering with? I feel like there is, but now I can't remember who it was. You're way better at that, keeping track of that than I am. Yeah, I pay attention to that. I consume more tennis media, I think. Yeah. You consume more me- what, more tennis media? Mm, I was also going to say that I can... But you consume more tennis, I think. Do I? I feel like we're really... I think you do because you consume dubs. Is that me consuming more tennis or am I just being a niche obscure bitch? <laughs> I think it is. Um, yeah, actually... <laughs> just being a hipster. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest for uh, to y'all. Um, I think I have watched more dubs matches than singles matches during Wimby. Wow. Wow. Yes. We've reached whatever the like apex is of Katie's like enjoyment. I'm sure there's a word for that, but I don't know what a it climax. is. <laughs> No, not that. Apex of enjoyment. Like, that's that's what that is, babe. <laughs> I can't. No, because it's like, it's what I'm thinking is like the intersection of your, um, you know, when you have a line graph and you have like one chart going up and the other one go, it's like the intersection, okay. you know, this one has gone down. It's not, I don't think it's, I wouldn't call it the climax because I don't think you're now going to decrease that's your true. devil's consumption. That's true. I think it it only goes up. I also here. don't think I'll stop my consumption of the singles I do consume. I think I've just stopped watching mm-hmm. random singles matches. And now I'm watching yeah. random dubs matches. <laughs> Which is more embarrassing, I won't lie. That's so weird. It's, it's really weird. <sighs> we don't have to, we're not talking about it. <laughs> no, we really don't. Um okay, so who I, I would say who who do you predict making the quarterfinals here? But let's just cut to the chase. Who do you predict making the semifinals out of Shapo and Yannick Center? Yannick Center, no doubt in my mind. Okay, great. We, Yannick in the semifinals, great. Yep. Love it. We didn't ever finish this thought. Congratulations to Morgan right. on Wimbledon exactly. Reds. It's, oh, Yannick's uh, Gucci partnership. <gasps> oh, yeah. We should also talk about in this one. I kind of forgot about that, but Yannick um, brought this Gucci bag onto the court, and it was honestly really cool of him. Um, Holger Runa seemed really salty mm. about it, and I'm like, I'm sorry that there's no, like, good designers from Denmark. I'm sure there are, actually. I just don't know what they are. Oh, you could like eat with a with a Ghani bag, like in have Ghani make you a tennis bag. Holger, like what are you doing? I don't know what that means. That was a foreign language to me. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Say you're poor without saying you're poor. <laughs> yeah, Ghani is like actually oh god, I'm gonna sound like such an asshole, but like it is relatively affordable. It's certainly more affordable than Gucci. Yeah. Anyway, I loved Yannick. I just loved him walking out there with his Gucci bag. And he had to get, like, special approval yeah. for it because it's not, obviously, it's not white. Um, somewhere Riley Opelka is, like, screaming, crying, <laughs> throwing up because he got yelled at for having his pink bag. <laughs> but I'm sorry, like, your pink bag wasn't Gucci. So cry about yeah. it. I have him on my romance tropes, <gasps> Katie, as a spoiler. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm not surprised, but I also am. So curious to see where you put him. It'll make sense. I think I have him in the perfect spot. Mm, great. Should we move on to Q4, the final quarter? We should. And this one, I'm really upset. Like, this is where all so of the exciting. grass kings are. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Um, okay, so the people left in this section are Andre Rublev, who made the final of Hala, Sasha Bublik, who beat Andre Rublev in the final of Hala. Then we have Hubie Hercatch, who. Did he win Hala last year? Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> He sure did. I was just going through the big titles of these people. And then I was like, wait, shit, they're all. <laughs> anyway, and then we have Novak Djokovic, who has obviously won Wimbledon eight times. Seven times? Yeah, seven times. Seven. He's eaten a lot of Wimbledon grass I, at this point. I'm like, I was like, what is she going to say? What did she starts with he's eaten? I was like, what? <laughs> Katie, my favorite website, Ultimate Tennis Statistics, um, has Novak Djokovic as the first favorite to win Wimbledon. What percentage do you think they have him at? It should be like 98%. It's at like 61, I think. Okay. 61 or 63. How many times has he won Wimbledon? Seven. Seven. So I think if he wins this year, I think he ties Roger Federer. Yeah, he for ties Roger. Mm-hmm. The most Wimbledon wins. Eight. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. On, on men's? How many times did Serena win Wimby? That's a good question. Does Ultimate Tennis Statistics do women? I don't think it does. Serena actually, how many times did she win Wimby? Because like Venus won Wimby a bunch of times too. She's won six. No. Can she count? Can Katie count? How many times is um, seven? At Wimby. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Correct. Okay. She's won six Which is kind of crazy doubles I... titles at Wimby with Venus. That's amazing. Wow. Serena's really, I mean, aside from the French Open, she's really spread it out, hasn't she? Yeah, almost seven, seven, and seven for Australia, the US Open in Wimbledon, oh. and then three at the French. She's an icon. I miss her. I do too. Ugh. I miss her so much. Which, like, that is so hypocritical of me to say, um, as someone who actively says that the big three should retire and let the younger people um, you know, shine through. And I'm over here like, oh, God, yeah. I miss Serena Williams. You know, she's a woman. It's different, it is frankly. Different. Honestly, um, you're so right. It is fucking crazy that, like, Serena and Venus have combined together 12 Wimbledons. Like, that's crazy. It's a lot of Wimbies. That's, wow, okay. Every once in a while, I just, like, realize something new, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's wild. So, Katie, um... Delusion. I'm, I gotta live. I gotta get back in the delusion. Delusion hours because I'm like, I'm here kind of thinking like, what if Andre Rublev shocks the world? What if he he? Here's the thing. What if Andre has the capability of shocking the world, and he has shocked the world before? So you know, I really would not. I like genuinely like. I know we're in like delusion land, but like the way mm-hmm. I believe in this man. <laughs> is frankly unhinged, yeah. but I believe in him. And he has given me reason to believe in him. You believe in him more than he believes in himself. I also believe in him more By than far. I believe in myself. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well. <laughs> and she's a Sagittarius. And she's a Sagittarius. <laughs> but she has a Cancer moon, which may explain it. <laughs> yeah, that's just so true, yep. honestly. Okay, so Andre's path has been what Max Purcell, Aslan Karatsev, David Goffin, and now Sasha Bublik, who just beat him on grass. Um, how many sets did he play against Bublik and Hala? Do you know, Katie? Three? I think it went to three. Okay. So you never know. I think he has a good chance um, in five. Bublik has had a much easier path, though, I will say. With all mm-hmm. due respect. Here's the thing. I really thought Bublik was going to lose first round because of the Holocurse. Yeah, that is crazy, actually. What if Bublik wins Wimbledon because of the Holocurse? What if Bublik is the new Roger Federer? Like, what if? 
<laughs> All it took was Roger Federer officially Retired. retiring for the Holocaust curse to be <laughs> to be like, lifted. Kaput. Like it really yeah. did. Like that's that's actually kind of wild. I don't know. I just don't know how to feel about this because, like, on one hand, obviously you want under I want under above to make it as far as he possibly can. But, like, on the other hand, it will be heartbreaking if he loses, what, his eighth quarterfinal, his ninth quarterfinal at a slam? Like, that'll be tough. However, if he's against Novak in that quarterfinal, I think he goes out there and he gives it at all, mm-hmm. his all. And, like, I don't know. I It depends on how many sets he goes with Sasha Bublik and how much of a mental toll that match takes on him. Because I do mm-hmm. think that's why the Australian Open loss to Novak was so one-sided and felt like Andre was kind of spinning his wheels because I think he was emotionally exhausted mm-hmm. from playing Holger the day before. I'll also say, don't count Hubie out <laughs> against Novak. I, you know what? I'm not going to. Don't do it. Speaking of Roger Federer, speaking of... Literally. That man, Hubie bageled Roger Federer in his last professional singles match yeah. at Wimbledon. At Wimbledon, people. However, Katie, the thing that I will say to, like, slightly snap us out of this delusion is think about how many tie breaks Hubie Hercatch has played so far this year. And think about how Novak Djokovic does in a tie break. Like, he's going to eat him for breakfast. Lunch and dinner (laughs) in all three tie breaks. (laughs) Yeah. And Hubie is vegan, so we know how that's going to (laughs) go. He can't eat Novak Djokovic. I think Novak's a vegan too, so he can't eat Hubie, but he'll, he will. No, he's just gluten free, I think. I thought he was I think vegan. He's vegan. Too. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he's vegan. I think he just does yoga. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I think you're getting them confused. <laughs> oh my god. I think I did I break Katie? Like. I didn't think it was that funny. I'm sorry, that just, you know what, sometimes just shit just hits you wrong. <laughs> and you're just like, shit, that's funny. Oh, God. Oh, well, okay, he does eat plant-based. Isn't that just vegan? So, okay, yeah. He, <laughs> he does yoga and he's vegan. <laughs> and he's, imagine, like, being vegan and also not eating gluten. Like, oh, God. What do you eat? He just... You be her cat. Plants. You be her cat for dinner. <laughs> anyway, I hope he doesn't. Oh my god, these vegan vegan kings playing each other. Wild. Anyway, and then you know, Andre Rublev, he's gonna have a sushi dinner. He's yep. gonna get that protein, and then he's gonna win against Novak Djokovic or you be her catch. Either way, he's gonna slay, and he's gonna finally make a fucking semifinal. <laughs> Ginger Twin Slam Semifinal. You heard it here first. Oh my gosh. The way I would cry over a Ginger Twin Slam Semifinal. Mm -hmm. It's all I want. Here's the thing. I'm kind of glad Andre's in here because if he were in that third quarter and he still lost in a quarterfinal, it would hurt more. Really? You know what? It would. Although, you know, I think on grass, him against Yannick would be very interesting. I want to see it. I kind of want to see it, too. So, like, I kind of need them to come through for a Ginger Twin semifinal. Sorry for the dog barking in the background. Yeah. Okay, so that's the last quarter that we have. What has been your favorite match so far? I feel like I've talked about my favorite matches so far. Do you want to talk about Felix Oje Aliasim? I don't. I don't either. He lost. He played three tie breaks in that match, though. That's tough. Oof. That is tough. Seven six four six seven four seven six four six four. Yep, not a four. That's tough. My favorite match so far of Wimbledon is unsurprising. Um, if you know me, and that is um 
Aslan Krasov versus Andre Rublev in round two. Oh. It was everything I needed, Fair. everything I wanted, and more. Um, there was a shot mm. that Miranda sent me um, <laughs> where it looked like they were sitting side by side when they were both sitting on their benches. And it, yeah, and I- they, they did a split screen and they like perfectly lined it up so that they almost looked like they were sitting on the same bench. And I was like, Katie, this is as close as you're going to get to them playing doubles together Which again. Which is so fucking sad. Like, please. Yeah. Aslan and Andre, please. Just once. Right. Yeah, that was that was a fun one. What other fun matches have I felt like there have been? Honestly, none. I'm really surprised that Taylor Fritz beat Yannick Hompfen. Like, I thought if he Me was going to lose early, that's who he was going to lose to. I mean, Casper Ruud winning one match was shocking. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's all I, I got. I can't think of anyone else. Oh. Oh, sorry. I was just thinking about Foki and... Uh... Ruins, ruins oh match. god that was that was tough because <laughs> i was convinced Foki was gonna win that katie did you hear that in his <laughs> the spanish section of his press someone was like so why did you do that did you hear about i did that? unfortunately <laughs> and he just goes i don't know i just shot myself like i couldn't i couldn't think and he was like i just did it <laughs> and like and i was like you know what Fair enough. Yeah. I was watching this match with my family and the, you know, we go into the tiebreaker and he wins like the first, it's like 6-2 or something or like 5-2 or something. Yeah. And my dad goes, oh, he's going to roll now. And I'm like, no, don't you dare jinx him. He is very mentally weak. And my dad's like, no, he's like, fine. He's like, he'll be great. And I'm like, just you Mm -hmm. watch. And then he proved me right. And I wish he hadn't. I really Mm -hmm. wish he hadn't. But yeah. Because here's the thing, I was sitting there watching that tiebreak, getting to that scoreline, and I thought, you know what? This is the kind of way that Holger Runa win, that Holger Runa loses this match. And then I thought, well, actually, it's more the kind of way that Foki loses, loses this match. match. <laughs> yep. And that's, you know, that's how it went. Like Holger Runa, he he loves to get it into a into a tiebreak and mm-hmm. then lose like on a net cord to Andre Rublev, which we love. And um, you know, oh yeah. <laughs> fucking love it like i i can't even express to you but no like that's it's just it's the kind of thing that he normally wouldn't make it through but he got lucky that he was against Foki today exactly exactly dubs update you want to give me an update on the dubs should i care about the dubs um i think so but i always think everyone should care about the dubs the big loss um for me and my mother cares about the dubs blue cares about the dubs what do you want to tell the world who your niece's favorite tennis player is? oh no oh fuck. kitty's biggest disappointment oh my of god her life. my brother and his wife and um my niece came over to celebrate a belated father's day and we were sitting around the table chatting about tennis as one does and my brother was you know we were talking about wimby this was before wimbledon started by the way and my brother goes mm-hmm. oh that's right i forgot to tell you insert child's name here her favorite tennis player is stefano Sitsipas. Mm-hmm. And I about died. <laughs> I immediately texted Miranda. I was like, you're not going to fucking believe this. You're not going to believe this. And my brother goes, every time he's on screen, she can't look away from him. She's obsessed. She like literally will watch him during interviews, you know, and stuff. Oh, and then the worst thing was he was talking, he then started talking about Sitsadoza, right? And he goes, mm-hmm. I predict Stefano Sitsipas is going to be out of the top 10 by the end of the year because he's in a relationship oh, with Paolo Bedoza. This kills me. And I was like, okay, first of all, misogyny, get out of here. Second of all, tell me why you think that. And my brother has the audacity to go, well, she's a man eater. Look at what happened to Matteo Berrettini. I, I'm like... <laughs> they were like, they never dated. I'm like, That's they're not dating. Interesting that you would say that. They didn't date. He 
Matteo Berrettini mm-hmm. was dating Isla Tomjanovich. And he goes, no, no, they weren't. I said, you're really going to fight me on Matteo Berrettini war? And so I educated him. And then he looked up yeah. Juan, who's Paola's ex-boyfriend, and was like, this man looks like Matteo. I thought he was Matteo the whole time. Tell me you're okay. a straight man without telling me you're a straight man. I mean, the baby would help, but... <laughs> and the wife. And the wife, yeah. But... Still. Yeah. Um, also, as an update to the world, um, Steph is no longer my brother's favorite tennis player. Ugh, and sad. here's the thing. Here's the reason why I think that your niece will probably grow out of it. Um, she can't speak English yet. No. So she doesn't know what he's saying. She can't understand him talk. And like, I get it. I under, I fully understand where your niece is coming from. Yeah. And I fully understand also where my brother was coming yeah. from. Because I was like, once you hear him talk, he is no longer going to be yep. your favorite tennis player. Yep. Also, disappointing update. My brother went to Mallorca for multiple days and didn't run into Rafa at all. Oh my God. And it's really upsetting to me. I can't believe that. Rude. I know. <sighs> but he went running with the bulls and I feel like, you know, that's Rafa's like symbol thing. So maybe he kind of did. <laughs> did he have a good time? <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, Apparently he dislocated his pinky, but otherwise perfect. <laughs> yeah. So now can you give me a dubs update? I can give you a dubs update. Okay. Besides uh, R.I.P. Ramsbury. Yeah. R.I.P. Ramsbury, they're me and my mother's favorite team. They're the, Ramsbury is the portmanteau of Rajiv Ram and Joe Salisbury, in case you're wondering. Um, mm. They won the Nito ATP finals last year. Generally very adorable. Love them both. Got absolutely railroaded by Talon Griegspor and some random Dutch person I've never seen before. Named Stevens. Don't know him. Oh, Talon Griegspor. I like Talon's Griegspor. I've talked about it before. I do too, but I like him a little less now because how fucking dare you? How dare you do that to me? My other dubs update is I was watching a match and one of my favorite things happened that I don't think I've talked about on the podcast, but I'm going to describe now. Okay. One of my favorite things in doubles is when, so you're playing a point, right? And someone hits an overhead and it hits one of the other people on the other team. And so the drama then happens is a couple games later, that other team, the partner of the guy who got hit, then hits the partner of the guy who hit the partner. And like, whoa. There was no apology. Like, it's very, full on. Don't mess my, mess with my man. Literally, this man fully hit on hit an overhead. Didn't apologize. Drama. Anyway, it was very dramatic. That's my favorite Drama. thing to ever happen wow. in doubles, and I got to see it, and I was so, was just so happy because <laughs> I love when that happens. I think I saw one clip from Sitsipro's doubles, and it was like someone just absolutely nailing an overhead into Petros. And like, I don't know if Steph got back at him for that, but I'm just kind of like, oh, that. oh Petros. <sighs> but I also kind of Suffering. love when they get nailed by tennis balls. I do feel a little bit bad for Steph that like he's going to have to go back to those Wimby grounds now for another like two days in a row. Yeah. Like he's been there every he's day. Been, he's been he in these streets. Now. Yeah. Speaking of in these streets, they have a soccer cam at Wimbledon now. I fucking love it. I love it too. I'm obsessed with it. I've been, I've had it like on my little, in the ESPN app on my Apple TV, you can have like multi screens up at the same time. And I'll often have like a match and then the press conference feed, the um, stalker cam, and then like another match feed. And I just kind of go to whichever one is interesting. Cause like there aren't people on the press conference feeds very often, but um, it's, it's just so fun. It is fun. I think that's all that we have to talk about because I don't feel like talking about Paula Bedosa's dream about You know Stephanos. what? We like, talked about Sitsidosa. We, we can address that it happened. 
We talked about Sosa I talked about how much I now kind of stand Paula Bedosa now. So because here's the thing, Katie. Like, we have a mutual friend with Paula Bedosa. We do. Our six degrees of separation is real small. It's like one. Yeah. Before, to tell you guys how big our six degrees of separation was, like, I used to have to go through Barack Obama <laughs> to get to a tennis player. Like, yeah. <laughs> And now we can go through a person in our group chat. Like, slay. <laughs> Yeah. It's time for a game. Romance trope list game. So we're going to introduce our friend. Also, that's a rule for anyone else who plays this game. No rats allowed. If you put a rat. No, no no rats. No rats. No rats. Do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Tell you, tell us how you got into tennis. Um, hi, I am V. How I got into tennis. Um, it was really a long haul effort. Like genuinely took about 16 months. (laughs) I was just watching with Katie one day and it clicked and I was like, oh, I get it. (laughs) So... Now I'm yeah. invested. It's been how long? Since March? Since March. Yeah, about uh, Indian Wells, I think, was, like, really when we started getting into it and we were watching the streams live. Oh, yeah. Because it was when you guys were looking for... Was it when you guys were looking for me, like, in the crowd? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Cute. You know. Wait. Oh, that's adorable. Okay. Um. So the game that we're going to play is V is going to judge our answers and Kitty and I have come up with a list of like romance tropes and then the tennis players that kind of remind us of those romance tropes. And it's not going to be like, it's just going to be, you know, who we would cast in a book with this yeah. trope. And we'll give you some examples of like books or movies or whatever to like understand what the trope is. But for most of them, like if you read in the genre, watch rom-coms, etc., like you'll pretty much know what we're talking about and you'll be like oh my god those are you know bangers only etc okay what are the what are the rules here what's the point system i think it's just zero and one it's like whoever has the better one you get one yeah it's like me v miranda so like whoever has the most points okay whoever gets the point and has the most points at the end is the winner but we're all winners Mm -hmm. here because this is fun no ad Taking notes. I also filled out this um, trope sheet, so I want to know my answers. Oh, I would love to know your answers. Oh my my gosh, I want nothing more. And I'll give myself points as well. Okay, so you have to tell us what your answers are as well. So I can come out the winner in this game. (laughs) So you get to judge. It's like, surprise, you win. (laughs) Do we get extra points if we match with what you said? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. Bonus point. Okay, so bonus point if we match with V's answer, but otherwise, you know, you just get to pick pick who you yeah. prefer. <laughs> yeah. Which movie I'd pre- prefer to watch. This is really based on vibes. It's not like, you know, fully vibes only. Fully vibes only. Except in some cases where Katie, like, stole from real life. But it's fine. <laughs> anyway, you'll we'll get there and you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> okay, so the first, the first trope that we have is... Billionaire. The billionaire trope. Um, examples of this include Twilight and Fifty Shades. <laughs> Fifty Shades notoriously Twilight fan fiction, it's but fine. we move. Um, <laughs> Katie, who do you have for billionaire? I am starting off strong, and I put for billionaire Roger Federer. Okay, well this is okay. going really well because it's also who I put down. <laughs> Great. <gasps> okay, so we got a tie there. Who did you put V? Tie. I put. Okay, I have a scenario, okay? Oh, okay. I wrote a script in this, a mental script. Okay. I put Taylor. Oh. Listen, hear me out. Okay. Imagine, right. like, son of a billionaire, doesn't know what he's doing with his life. He wants to bring out his father's shadow. And the female main character is the one who believes in him. Oh, so cute. That's cute. Yeah. I stand. Would read. I would also read. I love how me and Miranda went with, like, 
<laughs> someone who like is actually kind of a billionaire. You literal. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm building a story. I will say I thought about putting Serena. That would have been cool too. Oh yeah. You would have got that point for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing okay. WTA too. <laughs> yeah, you know okay. the way to appeal to me is to throw me some gay shit. True. I mean, it doesn't have to be gay. Like, you know. Mm. <laughs> okay. It does. <laughs> right, cool. It's the only um, way you win. <laughs> just quickly changing all my answers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. So next rope, second chance romance. The examples of this are, like, The Parent Trap oh. and The Notebook, in case you're wondering, like, mm-hmm. what it constitutes as a second chance. The we... Parent Trap meaning, like, the parents. The parents, yeah. The, the parents <laughs> getting back together after <laughs> not being together. That's what second chance romance is. Mm-hmm. For this one, I put Casper. Casper Rude. Okay. I think I originally okay. had Casper in this section, but picture me. Picture this. Okay. Picturing. Picture this, V. Emile Rusevori. Oh, okay. Mm. You got me there. Pulling a meal real early. Just picture. I don't know. I just feel like a meal. He's gonna. He's kind of giving like one who got away vibes to me. Mm. It's the Scandi okay, thing. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Shy. I'm. I'm gonna give this point to Miranda. <laughs> Great. I figured you'd love that for me. I knew a meal was a trump card. <laughs> <laughs> because know, he loves a meal. <laughs> the other person I thought about putting in there was Chrissy Banks. Oh, that's a good one, too. Oh. That's so. a cute one. I put Andre. I feel like, you know, there's a tragic love story in there somewhere. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. I have him slotted in somewhere else, but I do agree with you. I think yeah. the other reason why Andre kind of gives a second chance is because he gives, like, someone who's been dating the same person since he was 16. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like anyway. Andre, though, what I like, what I personally like about second chance romances, though, is, like, the growth that happens in between the first breakup and coming back and Andre Rublev is quintessential character growth like he's Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. you know what he was like as a teenager but now he's like you know his brain's done cooking like he's ready to have this beautiful romance blossom yeah but you have Andre somewhere else don't you I do I do I put Casper because I feel like Casper is giving like high school sweetheart you know childhood best friends to lovers but then like you know you go off to college um and go your separate ways but then you meet up back up and you're like oh my god like you know we should have mm-hmm. ended up together you know maybe it's like a summer romance thing you're not you're you know at a beach or something i don't know that's what I i'm can picturing see it. lovely picture at a lake house perhaps at a lake um, the, <laughs> who knows <laughs> the next trope that we have is best friend's brother and i for this one was thinking okay who has a cool sister Mm. So this is where I slotted in Casper Rude. Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cute. See, I, for this one, pulled what I hope will be a trump card. And I've said Matteo Berrettini. Oh. <laughs> because V has said before that Matteo gives best friend brother vibes. He does. And you know what? This point goes to Katie. You have, I forget that you have said that before. This is but you know what? Point. If Katie hadn't said that. Miranda, you would have got that point because I can I can picture Casper as best friend's brother. Wow, damn it, that's annoying. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Look, we both use trump cards. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Okay. Next one is fake dating. Examples of this are to all the boys and the proposal, for instance. Um, Katie, who do you have in fake dating? Because you got the last point. All right. 
picture this. I'd like to say picture this. <laughs> <laughs> picture, picture it. Okay. Sicily. <laughs> I put for this one Cam Nori. Okay. He lives in me. As Taylor Swift has once said. <laughs> I, yeah. Really? I don't know. I imagine, mm-hmm. like, imagining someone who is very sheltered and, like, wants to get out of her comfort zone. So she goes to, like, one of her good friends and is like, hey, can we, like, fake date and stuff? Like, I need a, I need a date to, like, my, you know, sister's wedding. You know, I don't want to be the weird person mm-hmm. who's single, you know, for my whole life or whatever. And so Cam Nori is a very worldly Here's- guy. He's literally from yeah, everywhere, yeah. Mr. Worldwide, if you will. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide, yeah. Mr. Worldwide. He seems nice, too. Like, it yeah. seems like he would agree to it. Exactly. So I'm, I shouldn't be lobbying for you to get this point, but, like, you know, I, I do feel that for you. Anything else you want to say about your Cam Nori toys? That's what I got. I don't know. Is this because okay. I want a fake date Cam Nori? Maybe. <laughs> I think I'm picturing it. Almost like imagining Cam Nori as like a really rich person's like son. And so like he takes this female main character like all over the world and like shows her all these experiences and stuff. But then like mm-hmm. she grounds him and brings him back to Earth. And like, you know, and they have like a really oh, wow. like, yeah. tender moment at like the sister's wedding and like which is in like the family's backyard. And he's like, Oh <laughs> <Okay>, like bitch. Like hurry it up. You should write it. <laughs> And then the one that I put for fake dating, um, picture this. I was thinking about, like, to all the boys, I was thinking about uh, Peter, whatever the fuck is his last name, something ski I don't know. But, like, I'm thinking about (laughs) the sort of, like, jock who's, like, kind of secretly really nice and, like, has lots of friends, very personable, kind of lighthearted, having a good time. Tommy Paul. You lost me there. Thousand percent. Katie, the points to you. (laughs) Okay. Well, great. Tommy Paul, I don't know. Something about Tommy Paul just gives me Walmart at 2 a.m. and I don't vibe. I don't vibe. (laughs) And that's not a romance trope. It's not a romance trope. (laughs) But it's a southern trope and that might as well be a romance trope down here. You know what? Okay. Fair. So our next one is <laughs> Amnesia. Our examples of this are Fifty First Dates, The Vow, and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. This is the tragic love story. This is the, you know, you have to fall back in love after you, your friend or your, your lover has tragically lost their memory. And for this, because... Mine's not that tragic. <laughs> mine's not tragic, but I gave this one mm-hmm. to a person who kind of has, like, tragic, slow burn, cinematic, romance movie vibes. And that's Andre okay. Rublev. Ooh. Hmm. Would Andre be the one getting the amnesia, or would he be the one like helping the person who gets amnesia? I imagine him being the one to help the person getting amnesia because you know he's okay. just again he's someone who's probably married to the person he's been mm-hmm. dating since he's been tw- he was like twelve. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like you know, and I feel like there is just something about like his face and his like kind of you know. His vibes that really feel like you want like a bit. wholesome energy too yeah yeah like not someone who's okay. going to be taking advantage this isn't a thriller suspense movie which this mm-hmm. trope could very easily drift into and so i don't want yeah. that so I, that's why i picked andre so the thing with me thinking about amnesia is like it often lends itself to a bit of insta love because mm. you have to sort of mm. feel feel these feelings very quickly right. and to me i was sort of like okay who's the person that's sort of like nice mm. and like insta love would be very believable with 
Matera Bertini. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I would believe that you'd wake up from getting amnesia and they're like, this is your husband. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Sure. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you heard me uncap then, my pen, know, but points to Miranda. Both of us from there. <gasps> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Love that. I feel betrayed, but um, I live in my fantasy. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. But at, <laughs> when I uh, filled out my sheet, I said, Yannick, um, the way that man ignores Carlos, you'd think he'd had am- amnesia. Oh. <laughs> quite funny. That is quite funny. It's sad, but funny. Oh, poor Yannick. <laughs> poor Carlos. Oh. Oh. I was trying to see yeah, if, I had, such a good if I had him somewhere. I do. I do have him somewhere. Okay, cool. Oh, wow. Shocking. Um... What's the next one? Rivals to lovers. So examples of this are like Beatreed or like The Hating Game. Are there any like movies or something that are rivals to lovers? I don't think so. I won the point, so I'll go first. Um, I was just thinking of like who seems so desperate for a rival. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Holgaruna. Oh. Okay, Katie. What do you have to counter this? Because of... okay, no, just give ahead. her the point. That is brilliant. <laughs> That is, I can't do better no, than who that. Did you put though? I, no, like I, put? I will not take the point first of all. But I put Daniel Medvedev. Oh, okay. I don't know. I feel like he kind of has that like antagonistic chip on his shoulder energy, or he did, um, mm-hmm. and like that kind of comes out on court. And like, so I thought that would translate well of like you know, chip on his shoulder, you know, yeah, kind of boy from the wrong side. And of the let's tracks. be real, you only had like two options to put in this slot, and we know I wasn't gonna put Steph. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so well, anyway, okay, um, I'll take the point for that. Thank you. Yeah, take it. Take yeah, that point. Yeah, well, also, congrats for getting two points, because I also put Hoger. That man, <gasps> uh, could make a rival out of a Ziploc bag, you know? <laughs> Forbidden romance. So, for this, think of, like, a red, white, and royal blue, or had to do it to him. Had to do it. Like, the movie Wimbledon, where she's not allowed to, like, date, because she is still in the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, for this one, really what I'm thinking about with Red, White, and Royal Blue and, like, Wimbledon specifically is, like, British. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for this one, I went Cam Nori. It's not my best work, I'll say that. But I could just see him as being, like, I don't know, forbidden romance in, in some way. Like, What's forbidden about him? Just paint the picture. No, here's the Give thing. me the scene. He's not... He's the one being for forbidden oh, from dating Because he's, like, to me, he's, he's good boy. Like, he's not the one that's getting forbidden that someone else is being forgive forbidden to date like he's the one who cannot date is like like to me he seems like he sort of lives this very like low-key regimented life we literally and saw like, him go to a like a, a frat party in indian wells <laughs> Where him just the day before yeah like happened. just with a red solo True. cup so he has a bad boy <laughs> he wants to rebel <laughs> bad boy streak at cam nori like I'd love to see it. You know what the, the bad boy streak is with Cam Nori? It's the gray. It's the gray. <laughs> it's the main character streak. energy. Yeah. It's him also being oh my God. Um, low key, you know, cunty to Novak during that one match and making Novak pissed. That's true, actually. Yeah, he's got a bad boy waiting to come out. Katie, who'd you say? So dumb. So. <laughs> We started. Oh, this... so the rest of the list isn't. I know. Like... Yeah. Well. Okay. So forbidden romance. Um. I was thinking more along the lines of like, what kind of romance would be forbidden or like, I don't want to say taboo, mm-hmm. but like a little bit. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> for this one, I put Juan Carlos Ferrero. <laughs> oh. 
points to Katie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Great. Okay. I'm just saying, like, Fair you know, enough. he just gives that, like, sultry energy, you know, where it's like he kind of feels a little mm-hmm. forbidden. You know, he's an adult, yeah. but, like, oh, he's also a former player. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. could be a coach romance. Could not be. Could also just be. You are stuck on that, Katie. <laughs> just say it. Oh, my God. Envy, who did you say? Um, oh, I said Marton Fuksevich because <laughs> he looks like he'd be on the cover of a mafia romance. You know what? So true, so actually. True. So yeah. true. I should have put Lorenzo Musetti in there because I swear to God, he could play, like, Romeo mm. in a Romeo and Juliet he could. thing. Like, he just it's the hair. gives Romeo vibes to me. It's the hair. Anyway, next one is, like, being trapped or forced proximity, and this can either be, like, in the macro scale of, like, a leap year or, like, an ice planet barbarians is the example we have here. Shout out to our friend who read ice planet barbarians. Katie and I did not, but our friend read, yep. a, read it and told us all about it. That's great. Anyway, or, like, the Tempest was the example I gave yesterday that Katie vetoed. Or it can also be on the micro level, like, I think of the scene in Gossip Girl where Serena and Dan are, like, trapped in the elevator during the blackout. Mm-hmm. Anyway, real ones will know. Who do you have? We're, wait, you got yeah. the point for that last one, right, Katie? I did. Okay, so you go. Who do you have as trapped force proximity? So this isn't my best work, I will say. However, okay. I just... Because I will say, this is my best work. Okay. Ooh, I'm Ooh. excited. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, for this one, I went with Grigor Dimitrov. Okay. Explain. I just feel like, you know, he gives off. Is it your mom bumping it into It might him be. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trap. You should have done Rivals to Lovers, but the arc is your it's mom. It's my mom. Age gap. Oh. <laughs> your mom. <laughs> Age gap is one of the ones that we have later on the yeah. list as a spoiler, and that would have been so fucking so funny. So fucking funny. No, I put Grigor because Grigor is like kind of a known fuckboy, you know, very much this kind of thing. And I imagine this, they like get trapped in an elevator together and it's like maybe like one of the tournament director's daughters and she's like so like not interested in him she's like i know you get around and i am not interested it also sounds like you're explaining forbidden romance too i don't feel like that's forbidden though i'm not imagining it's like forbidden it's just that she just like dislikes him it's almost like enemies to lovers almost different than rivals to lovers in Mm -hmm. my opinion but we were took off enemies to lovers so that's my vibe it's not great i'll admit but that's what I thought of, mm-hmm. and I'm going. I'm sticking to it. It's serviceable. Yeah. Okay. The person that I went for with trapped in forced proximity is because I was thinking about like the idea of this on a desert island. Oh. Which Katie, when I, we were going through this, I was thinking like the Tempest was one of the examples that I gave. And I swear to God, if anyone reads into the fact that my name is Miranda, I'm using the Tempest as an example, and I'm about to say this person's name. I will murder you. Um, the person's name I'm about to say is definitely I knew it. I hate it. <laughs> to me, like he just looks like the guy that's like on the desert island, like Blue Lagoon vibe. Oh, you're so like, right. He is the dude that you date. <laughs> he's the last person on the planet. Stop. <gasps> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He, that's not true. Because Palabadosa, you know, obviously very lucky. Congratulations to all of you. Um, <laughs> to but, all of you? <laughs> yeah, to me, like, Steph Sitsipas is like, he's to both of you. Um, he's the dude that you're dating when you're stranded on a desert island. And I rest my case. Mm, yeah, yep. Case adjourned, yeah. Case adjourned. Point to Miranda. <laughs> Who did you put? He is the, the Ice Planet Barbarian. <laughs> stop no he's tarzan remember yeah um oh, yeah, yep. tarzan vibes. i put francis just because i think okay he's 
he'd be perfect rom-com material emphasis on the com mm-hmm. yeah yeah because he's like entertaining in a forced proximity like trapped situation yeah. every time in one of those quiz things like they say you know who would you want to be trapped on a desert island with or something like it's the answer is almost always francis yeah. so yeah i give you a point for that one yeah. Greg, but i also take thank the point you for that one thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay grumpy versus sunshine and we have each chosen a grumpy and a sunshine however the caveat i will give is like they're not designed to go together. Yeah. Okay. It's not like the grumpy like, and the sunshine. Just, Although I think mine would be quite funny as grumpy sunshine. <laughs> mine also would be quite funny. But anyway, the um, here's the grumpy sunshine that I have chosen. It is as grumpy, <laughs> starring in the role of grumpy, um, <laughs> Friley Opelka, and starring in the role of sunshine, Francis Tiafo. Oh, okay. I also had my sunshine as Francis Tiafo taste. Because he is sunshine. He is sunshine incarnate. But who's your grumpy? My grumpy? Aslan Karatsev. Aslan Karatsev. (laughs) Okay. Great. So, yeah, it's who picked a better grumpy? Yeah. V, and to me, I think one of these people is more grumpy than the other one. I just don't know if if you will know who's grumpy. How much grumpier one is than the other. (laughs) I yeah, I don't know how grumpy he is. But I'm gonna give Mm -hmm. oh, this is a difficult point system right here. Okay. (laughs) I'm gonna give Katie three because I also picked Aslan for Grumpy. But I'm gonna give you one Miranda. Okay. I can't give you a zero. Is that acceptable? Oh what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think Katie should get two and I should get one. But I get for both Grumpy and Sunshine. And then one for connecting with me. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get one, Miranda, because I liked your Francis answer. Yeah. So our sunshine is the same. So that makes sense. Who did you put for your sunshine? V. Folky. (gasps) Oh, yeah. Fair. He would have, like, an animal rescue. It'd be, like, very wholesome. I love Folky. (laughs) R.I.P. A man bun in an animal rescue is very like 2017, but we move. Can I go back there? Can I be in that? Can I be in that rom com? I would love that. Who do you have in the next trope that we have, which is nanny romance? Examples of nanny romance are Janeer and the nanny. The nanny. (laughs) (laughs) So for this one, I put someone who already has a child. Um, So did I. And so for this one, I chose Taylor Fritz. Okay, for this one, I chose Danielle Medvedev. I will not be explaining any further. Mm. Okay. I just feel like Taylor Fritz gives me clueless but fun dad energy. And so, like, I feel like he Mm. would need a nanny to, like, help with, like, the more serious parts. But then he'd also have, like, you know, the fun rom-com elements, you know, and, like, kind of have this, like, you know, I'm just imagining him punching the chicken that kind of vibe like where it's like helpful but like in a weird True. roundabout way and like the the female main character is yeah. just like there's what <laughs> i just realized is mrs doubtfire a nanny romance does she fall in love yeah they, i think he like gets back together with the mom second chance nanny romance second a combination of tropes <laughs> anyway i can just picture mrs doubtfire like punching the chicken <laughs> It really sounds like a euphemism. It anyway, does. I'm going with Danielle. I'm not going to say any other things, but like, Katie, you know what I want to say. <laughs> and that's really all I'm going to say. Points to Miranda. <laughs> wow, I'm shook. 
Listen, I am a messy bitch who lives for drama. Also, I don't vibe with clueless fathers, you know? That's an ick. Okay. If you're not a good dad, I don't like that. Okay. Daniel okay. seems like a good dad. He does. Yeah. yeah. And also, honestly, I'm putting Daniel here because the baby, I can't remember oh who the baby so is. She's so cute. <gasps> Those <I> eyeballs. <gasps> oh, yeah. Her little hands. The next trope that we have on a similar line is accidental baby. And the examples that we have here are Knocked Up and Jane the Virgin as accidental baby tropes. Um, okay, here's my answer with a twist. I said Carlos Alcaraz, but here's the thing. He is the accidental baby. <laughs> oh my god, stop! <laughs> Who's adopting him? Who's adopting him? That's that, That's my instant question. Well, Carlos Ferrero is adopting okay. him. That's so cute. Stop. It's like him... It, here's the thing. It's like... I just, or it's that photo of like him and Yannick with the kid. Like, I don't know, things like that. Like, I'm just, I don't yeah. know, I get accidental baby vibes from Carlos, but I did yeah. think it was funny. Like, the idea that he would be the accidental baby. That is actually hilarious. <laughs> That's so cute. And that is, mm-hmm. that is leaning into one of my favorite tropes, which is accidental baby acquisition, you know, mm-hmm. like where mm-hmm. characters have to take care of a baby and it's kind of funny. Um, for this yeah. one, I went to our Walmart at 2 a.m., one night stand, <laughs> having a baby in the bathroom. Um, or oh making a baby God. in the bathroom. Ew. Tommy Paul. <laughs> Ew. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, that's this is a hard that's point. True. I can see both of these, and like we went in Me such too. different directions. They're very different vibes. <laughs> uh, who did you go with? Oh, I went with Jack Draper. I could see it. I could see a little teen pregnancy there. <laughs> he's not. A, is he a teen? I don't think he's a teen. Well, he's a baby. That's a child. But he isn't the accidental baby. No, 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 no. Do you go with Hubie Hercatch and it's like a Juno situation? Like he's the Michael Sir. Oh, this is so hard, Miranda. Okay. Point goes to Katie because that was a very hilarious scenario that I. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I think the people might be with me on that one. I'm spiritually with you. Yeah. But my humor is with Katie. Um, okay, next one, matchmaker gone wrong, which examples of this are, like, clueless, where, you know, she's matchmaking and then, like, doesn't realize she needs to matchmake herself, or set it up is another example that we have, where, like, these two people are trying to matchmake someone else, and then, like, they end up falling in love in the process. So who did you say? Oh, okay, so my scenario is a little bit different. I have, you're a female main character who has a, this person who I picked, is her best friend and he's perpetually single because he's in love with her and she tries to match make him with all these people and you have a lot of funny montages like where she's like fixing up his style and stuff she ends up falling in love with him that kind of thing the person for that okay. i picked was hubie her catch i just feel like that's kind of, kind of the the wholesome vibes of like you know here's the thing i want to see the two people that we each have like i want to see hubie with this person that i'm about to name because here's who I put. I put Grigor Dimitrov because I feel like he's in everybody's business. You know what? I also <laughs> want that. Can we get a joint point on that one? Because I want to see that. I think that's a joint point. I will allow yeah, it. Okay. I will allow it. I agree. Okay. I love that. Perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> v, who did you say? Um, I said Felix. Okay. That's a rom-com oh, I'd watch. I get that one. That's a cute one. I would too. Age gap. Speaking of Felix, I went with Felix. Because he seems, like, more mature than he is, so I was going on, like, the 
younger end. Like, he would be the okay. younger one in the age gap romance who's, like, you know, dating someone older than he is. That's my idea. He just seems mature. He does. He does. Um, for this one, I... This will shock no one, but I picked Pablo Cunibusta. The examples of this are things like 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, nope. sorry, that's the wrong one. The examples of this are things like Emma or My Fair Lady. If anyone was wondering why we didn't put Matchmaker Gone Wrong, we didn't put Emma as the example there because, you know, it was in the next one. Yeah. How'd we do? I don't I don't know if this is our best work in this category, but it's fine. It's not our best work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm happy to think about this. <laughs> what Honestly, it should be Matteo Berrettini, but I already used him. <laughs> Same. Listen, low-hanging fruit, I put Matteo, older woman, younger man. Yeah. For older man, younger woman, I put Grigor. Okay. So... Okay. You also good about Bradley I think well. I'll give Katie the I'll give Katie the point because okay. she knows we love PCB Fair enough. in this household. I'm not gonna. We do. I'm not gonna finish that statement. The next trope is dating bet. So think ten things I hate about you. Think how to lose a guy in ten days, etc. Katie, who did you put here? So for this one, I put someone who is very attractive mm-hmm. and very like. Am I gonna say what I think I'm gonna say? Am I gonna say it? Please say it. Seems yep. like the kind of guy that would have an OnlyFans. And so someone hires him <gasps> to do a dating bet um, for this person who's getting the bet done on. But she already did Yannick Sinner. I didn't do Yannick Sinner, but I also didn't pick him. I, I picked know, Warner Torch. OnlyFans call out. Thank you. Here's the thing, Katie. Joint point. I also picked Warner Torch. Slay. Because I said. Slay. I like, I think he seems prickly enough to make this work too like really yeah. hot but also like a little prickly i don't know a little bit yeah um anyway we would both just you know yeah i see it Jordan immediately on that one i think because we have the same one uh v who did you go with i said carlos oh so was is he the one who would get date bet on or would he be the one doing the dating bet and like doing the bet for someone else like dating i think I think in my scenario, he'd get bet on. <laughs> Sadly. Oh my god, poor Carlos. Carlos. Poor Carlos and his bucket hat. Oh, his bucket hat is so cute. I'm obsessed. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I like I the bucket it. hat. I do too. Cute. I think he looks so He's really so one of the only ones that can, I want one. <laughs> can pull it off, but it's it, it's cute. Here's the thing. I do think Holger Runa would be adorable in a bucket hat. I think you're probably right. I need to see Yannick Sinner in a bucket hat though for science someone put yannick center in a bucket hat someone put darren's bucket hat on yannick and i need it to be darren yeah. darren put your bucket hat on yannick please you know who i think like i think most of these people would probably look you know fine in a bucket hat you know who i don't think would look good in a bucket hat andre i was gonna say andre andre mm-hmm. i think it's because his hair already kind of gives bucket hat it's also just a little too cutesy yeah for He's more like, I put my hoodie up. I wear a beanie. No, I'm going to disagree with you here. I think a bucket hat and a nice pair of sunglasses, it's giving 90s. 90s skater boy? Yeah. I don't know. I just I see really it, but I don't think it. I love it. It's the same thing. Like, I can't picture him wearing a forwards baseball cap. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine that. I can, I can picture backwards because I've seen him do that, but I can't picture forwards. I've seen him in a backwards hat. I can't picture, like, Casper in a forwards baseball cap. I've seen Casper in a forwards baseball cap. He wears it to play golf. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I yeah. Now I can yeah. picture it. Now yep. that you said golf. Golf. Now, I can, picture it. <laughs> now you can see him Literally. in the golf. <laughs> now that we're in a completely different sport, <laughs> I can picture it. <laughs> okay. So the next one that we have is Bodyguard. 
trope and examples of this are like the bodyguard lol and um the other example that i put down is the royals there was a bodyguard and princess relationship in the e-tv series called the royals which i greatly enjoyed even though they made south london look like it was the absolute apocalypse like it was so funny (laughs) to me oh i really liked that show it was a good one also shout out what was the other show that was on like around the same time with the actor who was in a cult Tom Cruise. <laughs> the arrangement. Oh my god, the arrangement was so good. Sorry, and no one else is going to say that besides me. The arrangement. Crickets. Banger. Who do you have as your bodyguard, Katie? So for my bodyguard, I went for someone who's like very stoic, but like solid and also like very sincere though. Like someone who gives off sincere vibes. I'm trying to like guess when you give these descriptions of people and sort of like, who is she talking about? Do you have a guess? Do you have a guess of who I'm talking about? Stoic, solid, Sincere. sincere did this person play wimbledon yes who were you thinking that didn't play wimby i was kind of thinking garen Hachanov. oh no are they tall yes then i don't have a guess botic <laughs> yes botic <laughs> oh my god i can't <laughs> believe i got that <laughs> botic sculpt. he just mm-hmm. like i don't know he's he's like on the outside i think when you watch him play tennis he's and, like, like kind of, he would be a plain clothes bodyguard though like i don't yeah. think he could like he would be yeah, the secret bodyguard for yeah sure. he's like the secret bodyguard you yeah. know but like you know he gives that kind of like tough energy but then like you see him with a, a golden retriever and you're like oh my god melt my heart is that just me personally just me okay mm-hmm. um but no i don't know it just with bodyguard tropes i don't like the bodyguard to be like mm-hmm. super like i'm gonna beat everybody up and like you know killing people left right and center like that's not super mm-hmm. my vibe so that's why i went with bodic because i feel like he's very strong and protective i feel like i'd feel protected with bodic wow but also he seems she's like, using such a the i pronoun folks. she is <laughs> she is sorry do i want to live in my bodyguard fantasy self-insert the only self-insert <laughs> i'll ever have maybe i usually never mine self-insert. is very much very unusual but mine is very much not a self-insert because i am actually putting this person as the bodyguard e so they're Ooh. getting bodyguarded. Ooh, I, I like, like this. To think about it, Katie. Who whose body do I think needs guarded? <laughs> I think you can guess. The fragile carrot himself. <laughs> Yannick Sinner. I think he's like the little, you know, he I think he needs a bodyguard. <laughs> I agree. And I agree. Points to Miranda. Okay. Oh my god. Who'd you Incredible. put me? Okay. I put uh Barnabas about Morales. <gasps> Oh, that's a good too. one. Because he's thick. Because oh. he's like... I like a thick man. Kind of a slow burn. And then he's like really yeah. nice. And he'd be like, you know, you'd be walking home. He's protecting. And then he just picks up a flower. <gasps> and you're like... <gasps> oh, wait. Oh, my God. Wait, can we you give know? V the point? Because that's also... <laughs> no, I, that. I still want the point. <laughs> I'm also giving myself better. a point. <laughs> give yourself a point. That's a right. great one. Supernatural trope. So who do you feel like would be in a supernatural romance book? Examples of which are like Twilight and all of Greek mythology. <laughs> <laughs> or like any shifter romance. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, this person's not a shifter, but I do get vampire vibes. I'm picking the one and only Andre Rublev because he just gives like I've seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been alive for 10 centuries. Yeah. How long How old have are you, you been? 17. 24, <laughs> 25. How long have you been? 25. I like that one. For mine, I Katie? like Shifter Romance. I want Shifter because, and of I course. went with someone who, you know, is super, like, 
bubbly, boisterous, um, you know, a little bit unhinged, but also, you know, lovely and also really likes animals. I went with Alejandro Davidovich Fakina. Who would he shift into? A dog? Or a cat. I was actually thinking a cat. A cat. A cat. Okay. I was thinking of a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, I just would never pick up a shifter romance book where they shift into a cat. Well, I was almost thinking Ew. like a lion or like a, yeah. a cheetah, maybe. I was thinking like a Yeah, like a I don't exotic. know. I just can't. I can't get behind shifters, I think, ultimately is my issue. The Omegaverse uh, community. <laughs> oh, no, good. Oh, my God. I'm gonna bark. <laughs> gotta go. For that reason um, alone, <laughs> point goes to Miranda. <laughs> Thank you. The next one, time travel trope, examples of which are Somewhere in Time, shout out Mackinac Island, and um, <laughs> Outlander. Oh my god, my brother responded to my text that I sent him where I said, um, put some money on Matteo Berrettini over Carlos Alcaraz, and he said, that actually sounds smart on grass. I'm like, don't act like you know what you're talking about. Get the fuck <sighs> out of here. You don't know anything. Insert brother name here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go back to your wedding at a castle. Not his wedding. <laughs> I was about to be like, he's getting married already? Where are you? Why are you not there? I'm not there? No. <laughs> All right. Who'd you pick who's for your time, time travel? travel person? Actually, I can go first because I You got the, the point. point. Yeah, you got the point. You go. I was trying to think whose face looks like they have never seen an iPhone. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's where I went. Time that's that's I where I went to. <laughs> so I went for Hubie Hercatch. Okay. <laughs> he just looks like he's never seen it. Like he, look, he's got a face that looks like he's never seen an iPhone. He's like a little bit awkward in the way that I feel like oftentimes time travel leads end up being. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to explain myself any further. I went with Hubie. So I was picturing a time travel similar to Outlander, but instead of going back to whenever time they go back, they go back into like the 2005 Pride and Prejudice vibe era. And I would love okay. to see Hubie Kirkatch in a movie with this character with this person i also picked someone who looks like their face has never seen an iphone and that's felix andre aliasim oh i would love that oh such a good one yeah Mm -hmm. he would be the he'd be the perfect romance lead for a time travel like pride and prejudice vibe he's so proper points to katie proper thank you oxford i know yeah you win that one fully oxford Mm mm-hmm okay so let me tally up my points hold on i didn't keep track of my points was I supposed to? You're lucky, you're lucky I did yes. it for you. <laughs> Thank oh. you. I think I have 11. I counted up 11. Did you count the um, double points? I did. Okay, hold on. Some quick math. And then one of them we were tied. I think I didn't count the ones where we're tied. Okay, for if, Miranda, I've got 12. Okay. Because, yeah, there was one tie. How many does Ooh, Katie have? For Katie, I also have 12. <gasps> Okay, point goes to whoever can guess who I put for time travel. Oh, okay. Can you give us a description, like kind of vibes of what you were thinking? What was the energy? Oh, oh no. Oh, no. I'm thinking Groundhog's Day. Okay. okay. I've never seen Groundhog's Day, but just... <laughs> Same day over and over again. The premise of Groundhog's Day, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And this person is just trying to right past wrongs, you know, recapture some... Rafa previous success hmm final answer i mean no not if you're gonna say it like that <laughs> right past um, wrongs right past wrongs i'm sorry maybe i misspoke not wrongs but like you know s- stop something from occurring that you know puts their future self in jeopardy a falling Zverev? <laughs> so many places in the ranking mateo 
No rats. No rats. Yeah, allowed. no rats. We that was that was you said first of all that was a rule. and I was like, uh, are you just gonna, are you just gonna guess until you get it? <laughs> yes, and you're not saying Katie, anything, so I may as well. And then <laughs> I thought we were only got one guess. I was considering. Oh, okay, I I have no idea. I'm gonna go with um. You said uh, tumbling down the rankings, uh, writing faster. I I might go with. Has she gone with Daniil somewhere else? Um, Daniil's not even on my list. Okay. Can you give us, like, any other hint? Okay. They played a really grueling set this week. It was, like, a match this week. It was neck and neck. So tough. Holger? Runa? Final answer. No. I don't feel like guessing anymore. No, Holger. She put Holger for, um... Oh. Uh, the, um, rivals to lovers. Um... Against someone who may or may not, um be uh, Miranda's Forks Proximity. Oh, who's the Forks Proximity pick? No, I don't have hers! Uh, Dominic Team, <laughs> Dominic Team, Dominic Team, final answer. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> For a second I thought Andy Murray too, but I was like, no, I don't think that is. That makes sense that it would be Dominic Team, actually. That makes so much sense, though. I actually would love to watch that. I would, too. Can you write that for me, V? <laughs> <laughs> no, bitch. <laughs> I think that would break me, actually. Kitty, I, I think I know someone who would. Hit them up. Tell them to write it for me. I okay. want to read that. Okay. Who are you saying would write that? Oh, my God. His greedy supervisor, Pete, steals Mickey's money and dismisses him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my Damn. gosh. Wow. Hey, wow. scathing. Critique of capitalism. Mickey Mouse, socialist king. Anyways, congrats on your win, Miranda. And we really thought we'd be here for like a half an hour. Right, we thought I this really episode did. was going to be a half an hour. I want to We've die. almost been recording for two. Oh, I'm sweating. So am I. Okay. That's all that we have for you. That was really fun. Tell us who you think would fit in all of these romance tropes. Yeah. Remember to rate us five stars on wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Comment, tell a friend to tell a friend. Hope you enjoyed this Delulu day. Delulu day is so correct. I've been Katie. I've been Miranda. And this is V. Go give V some love. Do you want to plug your Twitter or no? <laughs> I mean, if you want to follow me at Matteo Baratitti, M-T-T-E-O. And yeah, if you want to follow us at Backhands and Compliments on Instagram, at Pod on Twitter, right? Yes. I made us a thread, so we haven't done anything with it, but I was like, what is this? And... Mm. I won't touch it, but it's fine. Also, if you want to follow us personally, you can't follow Miranda anymore. You can. Or you could, but she has to approve you. Yeah. She's at Tennis Era, and I am at Tennis Brain Rot, if you want to follow us personally, because we tweet more on that than we do the back end spot. <laughs> anyway, this was fun. This was great. Thanks so much. I hope that maybe we weren't as delusional as we think we've been. Shout out Andre Rublev, number one in London. Anyway. Woo! Shout out... Uh, Wimbledon champion Chris Eubanks. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> slay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.